how has your week been? Uh, pretty good. I've I've been playing. Um, <laughs> actually, I started playing. It's 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 not a good game, but I, I want to finish the stupid trophies in it. I started playing Jump Force again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> which is no. like this, you know we talked about it. Oh, I yeah, it's I know. It's horrendous. Uh, for those game. who don't know, uh, Jump Force is like <laughs> the Smash Brothers for Shonen Jump protagonists. So you got like Goku and Naruto and Ichigo it's from really Bleach bad. and Luffy from One Piece, and I think there's some like My Hero Academia people in it. Yeah, it's pretty much anybody. Like, but so it that which sounds really cool that everyone was really excited about it because crossover properties are like super hot right now. Yeah, it's except fun. that it's like every bland arena fighter ever ever made, well, and really horrible animation and yeah, uh, budget was cut here. Mess. Which you know you would think that with Shueisha backing a game with all of their protagonists of all of their most popular series ever. They would maybe not skimp on the budget, but they did. Well, and what's really funny is the uh, <laughs> the AI is spectacularly bad, or excuse me, not the AI. the 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 uh, the loading times are spectacularly bad. Like th- there was a when the game first released, it was Final Fantasy fifteen esque loading times for everything. That's really rough. Yeah. So just it's like, better now. Just why? It is just an arena fighter, right? Like there's not yeah, it's that just a, it's much just a fighting to load. Game. Yeah, I don't know. I have absolutely no idea. It's a it's a static arena and a couple of characters. Like there's not that much. No, no. it's it's really you don't it's have to really, procedurally really generate an open world. <laughs> like I have no idea, man. I mean, it's just it's just it's poor optimization. It's yes. poor optimization and poor like poor optimization and stiff animation to me are signs of a rushed project. Yeah, yeah, that's what I it is. like cuz you think about people who like are actually making games like they see it. They know what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. Nobody nobody working in the trenches in game development looked at that and were like, "Hey, that's good enough." No, everybody knew. Like everybody they're, they're... knew and they're like, "We need more time. We don't have more time." Hmm. Just okay. We have we have a month to get it ready to ship. Make the DLC character. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I guess just make sure the achievements pop. It's weird because some of the some things in the game actually feel really cool. Like some of the mm-hmm. fights are actually really fun. Yeah, I bet. Um, I'm like I'm sure it's not completely without polish. Yeah, there, there's some some things that are okay. Like I actually enjoyed. Uh, playing as a character and seeing their moves the problem is that it's it's really it's weird to say repetitive in a fighting game but it doesn't it feels mm. repetitive i don't know how to explain it better it's it's just like a strange when because when you're playing a good fighting game and you're doing the same stuff over and over again it's not the fact that you're doing the same stuff it's the enjoyment of like having it all follow through and connect and yeah yeah the, right? the execution like, feels good yeah and like because even like even pro level fighting game players usually have like a go-to combo yeah like they have that they have that optimized to hell and they're like i need to set up the conditions where i can carry out this exact same combo every time like it's yeah it's repetitive on purpose like they want it to be Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of options and a lot of paths that you take to get to that point Right. And I feel like with a lot of these games, like the mo- it's usually a thing where like the moves are on cooldown or you have like a meter 
and there's only like a couple of special moves so it just kind of feels like you're you know you're kind of like mashing around until you until you pop the special move yeah it just doesn't it doesn't feel right yeah but i've been i've been having fun i've only i've been playing it just a little bit not that much just kind of like just picking it back up just like eh, let's play for maybe an hour or two kind of a thing and then i i also played slime rancher Mm-hmm. which I'd played previously but never finished um and that was that was enjoyable I actually yeah. I actually like that game a lot it's Jesse not played, optimized uh, well Jesse on the played, PS4 and Jesse played Slime Rancher quite a bit and really really had a good time with it oh yeah there's something they're just so cute and they make the they have really lovely sound effects yeah the sound design in that game is fantastic like everything is just everything is built around like oh this is super cute mm-hmm. the little the little pops and so I like that yeah um yeah otherwise i haven't been doing that much i i did i did i play i don't remember (laughs) if i talked about playing dragon quest builders i think you talked about that a little bit last week because i finished that game too yeah because i because because it spurred me to talk about how i picked up uh, no you were talking about dragon quest heroes i think i played dragon quest heroes yeah and then i then i picked up dragon quest builders after okay no that i don't think you did talk about that's okay, the yeah. that's the Dragon Quest Minecraft game, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 way different because each world you start off at level like you're you don't have anything, so it's not like you're building a giant base that's keeps going because it's it's quite it's a story okay. driven Minecraft where you're you're given tasks and stuff. Okay, um, it's actually kind of cool having where... having structure for a game like that is actually appealing to me. Yeah, me too. Because uh, that that my biggest turnoff for Minecraft was there wasn't anything. From, I'm not now, mind you. The only time I ever played Minecraft was, I, I think it was, my friend had brought it over when the game first like was introduced to the world. Then you could buy it for five dollars and get a lifetime. Oh you yeah, know, it, it was like in browser and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So we're talking, you know, ten years ago or something. Yeah. Um, and I was kind of, I, I thought it was neat, but I didn't get it. Like I was like, I don't care. I don't need to build a thing. Yeah. Uh, it it just didn't. It didn't appeal to me. Now, Terraria felt different when I first played Terraria because there's mm-hmm. a lot of structure there. It's all about building a base to get to the point where you can fight different enemies and do all that kind of stuff. And sure, sure you sure. can just build stuff to show stuff off, but you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Dragon Quest Builders is kind of cool because the, uh, the the story or the structure of the levels makes it so, you know, you, 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 do, this, you do the different events or the different tasks or whatever it, they're asking for you to do in that world. You finish it up, you build what you can, and then you move on to the next world. Mm-hmm. And it's nice. It, it gives variety. I think that the the story is obviously, <laughs> I mean, for being honest, the story is horrible, right? Like, it's, sure. it's stupid. It's, yeah. If you're a Dragon Quest fan, it's kind of fun because it's supposed to be like an alternate reality to the first Dragon Quest game where um, the hero hasn't isn't there. Right. And you're there as in place of the hero, but you're not a warrior. You're just the builder that's building the place up. So when... Uh, what's his name? Erdic, Erdic, shoot, Erdric, right? Erdric, that's what it is. Yeah, uh, is there? He can take care of it. But of course, that's that's sort of silly because half of the game is still fighting things to get their materials. So it's sure odd that they keep telling you you're not a fighter, but that's <laughs> beside the point. I'm just a simple builder. As you stick your pickaxe into a dragon. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's sort of weird. But there's something kind of cute about you know going through uh exploring a dragon quest castle like that was cool to me i i got i got a big kick out of that 
Um, yeah, it's a, it's definitely a neat concept. It like I feel like that's like every every major property like spin-off property like Hyrule Warriors is like that. And Fire yeah. Emblem Warriors is like that. And uh and uh, uh all the Persona dancing games are like that. And right. the Persona fighting games are like that. Ah uh, yeah, you know, I never played Oh, I actually it's not true. I played it for like 10 minutes at a friend's house once. They're uh, they're games. all basically like here is some inconsequential like it's either like it is either like alternate dimension or alternate timeline yeah that then resets when you're done with it so it doesn't affect the canon (laughs) of course of course or it is uh or in in persona's case it's like this is a direct sequel but it's meaningless Mm -hmm. like this is what happened this this all took place like three months after the uh this took place like three months after the after the game ends but the storyline doesn't go anywhere or do anything <laughs> yeah it's completely self-contained it's like a problem comes up and we solve the problem it's like it's an episode of power rangers right right like thing goes up things thing goes down you got to see all the characters talk to each other a little bit and then you're done <laughs> it's it's <laughs> it's always weird because they they create like so so in Dragon Quest Warriors or uh uh heroes yeah, yeah. heroes excuse me I was like that's not the right word in Dragon Quest Heroes they they create like the two new characters that you're supposed to care about and mm-hmm. you know you, you you're well actually it's like four characters in this world and you have all the other Dragon Quest characters coming in there and they're all chatting and at the end they're all like yeah let's be friends we'll definitely see each other again for sure and I was yep. like oh neat they must have when they made the second one, they must have carried over the the same characters or something. Oh, they didn't? The, no, I read the synopsis, and it's like, yeah, it's, it's all different. It's a totally different world. Oh, like, what? that sucks. That's so weird to me. I don't know why. I mean, like... <laughs> it just goes to show you that it doesn't matter, right? Like, it doesn't matter. You're, not, Nothing you're not playing any of these crossover games because you like the the new characters. In fact, the new characters generally just get in the way of... Yes, <laughs> of of the characters you actually care about. The the new characters are the self insert to do what you're doing. When it's like, whoa, is that <laughs> blank character from this game? <laughs> I heard the legends about them. They're so cool. Yeah, it's basically just so they can play up. Yep. What it is that you're playing. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah. Yep. It's it's literally just so that you can explore and meet all of the other characters. <laughs> but they yeah. not be your main character. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because then they like if they if they took like the one main character and is like, okay, this is our main dude, then like they would necessarily have to choose in a series like uh like a in a series like Dragon Quest, they'd have to be like, okay, this is the true main character for the whole story. True. For every game, this is the truest, biggest, most main character. Yeah. This. Yeah. And they did that with one game, and it was Hyrule Warriors because it's Link. Like no one, you, no one disputes that. That's you no know, one. That's that's perfect. It doesn't matter which you. And the best part about Zelda is that every every Link is the same Link, even if he's completely different. Right? It doesn't yep. matter. Like you don't care as the player if you threw Link and then it changes Links. You're like that's fine. <laughs> yeah, like according to Hyrule Historia, every Link is every Link is different and unique, and they're all from different timelines, and they all mm-hmm. have. But they all just happen to be people named Link that happen to have green clothing. Yeah. 
and they happen to find the man like so like functionally as the player it is the same character in every game <laughs> like it doesn't matter you can say that they're different but like functionally they have the same basic set of powers they have you know they do the same stuff they have the same voice <laughs> yeah so yeah, like, yeah it's actually the same thing so yeah let's fine in, in every functional way it's the same so yeah i do love i i wanted to play hyrule warriors again because i played on the wii u and mm -hmm. i played it a decent amount but when they they had i didn't play any of the dlc so when when i saw that there was on um uh switch the switch i was like oh man i want to buy this but ah, nintendo they, they they sometimes shoot themselves in the foot with their never putting anything on sale i know so i would have bought it if it was i don't know 20 dollars one day or 25 bucks i probably would have sprung for it like i was i got back into it and i actually i actually pick the Wii U back up to play mm. more Hyrule Warriors. Um, I got a, I got a couple of friends on the stream into it at the same time. Oh, we started yeah. talking about it just sort of randomly because mm -hmm. we were talking about Musou games. And it was like, you know, have you played Dynasty Warriors 8 or whatever? And I was like, no, I haven't really played a whole lot of the actual Dynasty Warriors games, but I played Hyrule Warriors and I, you know, I am on record as saying that Hyrule Warriors is the best Musou game ever made. Yeah, I think that's I think I don't think that's outlandish. And it got a couple of people back in and then they started playing and they were telling me about playing. So I was like, I'll pick it back up, too. And I was like, should I get it for Switch or should I just I already own it on Wii U. I could just pop it back in. And if it didn't cost $60, I probably would have gone for it. I probably would have sprung for it at like 30. Yeah, honestly. see, I don't know. But, like, $60 is a lot of money to ask me to pay for a game that I already sunk 80 into. Right. Because I right. did buy the DLC on the Wii U version, so I had a bunch of that stuff already. And the thing is, like, I found out after, after playing it, there mm -hmm. is some stuff in the Wii U version that is big fixed in the Switch version. Yeah, when you were streaming it, you were fighting the dumb, uh, the dark fight or whatever... Mm -hmm. where where you can't get hit one time yeah yeah they they rebalance the way that damage works they rebalance the way that um that leveling works and material gathering basically like they generally make it significantly less grindy okay um which is good like they they improved a lot of things and it did act it made me think like even then as i was playing the wii u version i was like man, maybe I should just spring for it. Maybe I should just do it. Because it sounds like the Switch version is a significantly better game. It's not just because it's on the Switch, but because they actually made substantive improvements to the game that make it better. Right, yeah. But then I was like, but $60, though. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I was like, I'm not. And I know it goes $60 on sale sometimes for, for $40. A, yeah. And 40 was a bit too much still for a game I already own. And it's 40, not like, yeah, 40 would have made me consider, but I probably still would have said no. Right. No, it's 40 was too much because it will. You see it go on sale occasionally for 40 and, and I just yeah. they, I they'll know. do like 30 percent off. Yeah. But that's about just, all they uh, do for first party stuff. Was it wasn't it wasn't for me. I don't know. Yeah, it's still a good what? game. I still I still recommend it. But just like I, I just couldn't justify 
dropping $60 on a game that I already own. Like, dropping $60 on a marginally improved experience to an experience that I already had. Yeah. It's just like, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see how that's, it's, I don't it see has how that's to be, worth it. It has to be something that I, like, for instance, if they released Mario 64 on the Switch, which was that rumor that was going around, I don't mm-hmm. know if that's actually happening or not. If if that were to happen, I would I would buy it without question. They could change nothing just because I love that game and it'd be a reason for me to play it again. And they don't have it on the Switch right now, and I don't have the Wii U at my apartment currently. And mm-hmm. I would I would totally play Mario sixty four again. <laughs> yeah, and like I think the uh, the parallel to this is like Persona Five Royal. Oh sure, is kind of the same thing. It's like I already bought this game. This isn't even on. A, this is not even actually on a new console. Right. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's it's like, actually just uh, the the game that I've already played. <laughs> yeah. Which is a weird thing because normally what like what they've done for the last two Persona games is they've done like they have done the the mainline game mm-hmm. and then the portable game and and the portable game has like improvements to it. Sure. Like it's stripped down because it's portable. Except in the case of the Vita, which I think is actually better, but that's because, like, the PS Vita basically is as powerful as a PS2. So they didn't really have to, they didn't really have to limit that too much. Yeah. But, but yeah, like... God. Persona Pers- 4 Golden. Yeah, Persona 3 Portable is, is, like, stripped down quite a bit. But it also has, like, UI improvements, it has AI improvements, it has, um... Just like some really simple stuff, like simple things like being able to uh, take direct control of your party members. Huh. <laughs> which So useful. <laughs> which like, I, did you play Persona 3? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I played Persona 3 on, on PS2. So you remember the pain of Mitsuru, please stop using Marin Karen. Stop <laughs> yes. it. Stop yes. it. It doesn't work on bosses. Stop so you're the only one here with healing magic stop using the charm spell it doesn't work god persona 3 had the benefit of you could power level in the without too much problem um because of because you could you know just even though your characters were like sad and like hey maybe we should stop working today you could still just keep them there and and pump them up and it wasn't usually a problem yeah (laughs) yeah it's true but but and if if you're playing on I, I played on just like the normal difficulty or whatever. Uh was there a harder difficulty in that game actually? Uh I, I think eventually now. there was. I don't know that there was in, no, there was. There was. At least in Fest there was. I don't know in like yeah. original okay. Persona yeah, three, yeah. but in, in Fest they did have they That's did what have I thought. at least they had like four difficulty levels. Right. Because there's the the bottom one is like, please don't let anything kill me. I just want to see the story. I just, I, I just want to play the game. Yeah. And then that goes all the way up to like, everything's unfair. I think <laughs> they added like the extreme, like very hard difficulty for that. But I'm not sure. I know oh, they really? had it in later games. I think they had like very easy, easy, normal, hard, very hard. Then painful. The the ultra, the ultra mega where, yeah. where you're... Because sometimes... The, the thing that would get me mad about Persona games occasionally is is if you don't or if you accidentally run into like a red shadow or something mm-hmm. and th- then you get comboed. Yep. 
to death and you mm-hmm. hadn't saved and you're sort of like well son of a what the f-? and then you're just I, then then you throw your hands up in the air kind of yeah in frustration you know what i, I just mean? lost the last hour and i don't feel like redoing all of that yeah that's what happened to me in persona 4 on ps2 at one point where we lost i lost like two hours of of the dungeon because i was trying to do too much yeah and i know then i just I was, risky well, run. i'm done yep <laughs> yeah you gotta step away for for a while yeah that no is... definitely it was it was a put the controller down and come back to a later moment yep. yeah that's i i think we've I think anyone who's ever played a JRPG and run into that situation has had that feeling of like, oh, yeah, because it just feels so. Oh, I thought I saved. Yeah. Or or even worse, you know, you haven't saved, but you're like just a little further. There's got to be a save point around the corner. I don't want to backtrack. I got to make it. Yeah. Then 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 you know, you've made a horrible mistake. Mm -hmm. That's that. Yeah, that's probably the worst feeling. Actually, you're right. Like. There's because the the two settings are like you're just kind of going along and you're not really thinking about how long it's been since you saved and then you just get taken by surprise. Yeah. And the other one is like, okay, everyone's like, I'm running out of everything, but I'm just trying to push forward for a little more progress because I know we're close to a save point. I'm just I'm just trying to rush it down. If I if I backtrack to a save point like. Like backtracking to a save point is either like we're just going to forfeit all of this progress or in some cases it's like that'll be just as dangerous as just continuing to go forward. So we just got to try to make it. Yeah, especially if you're not clearing the area like you can't clear mm-hmm. the area out of things, right? Like right. if you're still fighting, you're random just trying to run through anyways. Yeah. Find yourself, well, then, a, find yourself a new home base. The biggest problem with Persona for for in, in uh, for my playstyle is that I actually just. I would be happy with a game that is act, is just the 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 stuff outside of fighting. <laughs> oh, I know. I well, that I sir is it. called a visual novel. I know, but it's not quite the same thing because there's very few visual novels where you actually get to run around and control your character, right? That's true. Usually, visual it's... novels are and and in visual novels, most of the time the choices just lead directly to an alternate ending or whatever it is. It's true. Whereas in and this, like it's that, sort of play how usually you want in the, the entire usually the entire game plays out via text boxes and PNGs. Yeah, so if if there was such a thing, I would be very very happy about that. I feel uh, like I feel like that game has to exist. Oh, I'm sure it does. We just don't know what it is, or I don't know what it is. I guess I'm gonna get back to you on that. Catherine is close. Ooh, Catherine. I did like Catherine a lot. I I but Catherine I did not like finish you the still story. have to do puzzle. Yeah, the, I was so the problem with that one when it was came, when it came out is that I loved it. I was like, this is so cool. And then at some point, the puzzle, I got to a puzzle wall that I was like, this one's really tough. And I just set it down for a day and I don't know what happened. Like, I never came back to it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I why. set it down for a day and then five years passed. Yeah, that's what happened. It was it was like its own little it was like one of those <laughs> bad anime transitions where you're like, huh? <laughs> I don't know what's happening right now because the story makes no sense. But yeah. it was just the story of my life. Yeah. Yeah, no, I that I run into that problem with a lot of games. And it's like, nah, I don't feel like playing today and then like years go by and it's like, man, I never finished that. Yeah. Well, then you feel kind of, so that's actually why I decided to go back. Most of the games that I've been playing this year, not most, but a lot of the games I've been playing this year have been like um games that I started and never finished. Mm-hmm. And so I've been trying to go back and 
and play a lot of the games or games that I purchased that I never played any. Like I, I bought the Sly Cooper collection mm. years and years and years ago for PS3. And earlier this earlier this year, I think it was like in March or something, uh, I said, okay, I have to at least play one of these games because I bought this stupid thing. I know, <laughs> and I know. So I played the first one. I was like, wow, these games are not for me. So I, <laughs> I, I at least said I, I've now made the you know i've i've now made progress because i've finished the game yeah. and i can put this away knowing hey I, I played it at least you you have taken it off your backlog by by at least now you know you don't like it yeah and that's actually and there's uh, there cool. is comfort in that like i didn't like the feeling of like i didn't finish this but i don't intend to mm-hmm. is like when when dealing with like backlog games Mm-hmm. I didn't finish this, but I'm not going to finish this is just as good as I finished this. Right. No, totally. Like, or, like or you can take it off and game. just set it aside and be like, okay, never again. Yep. Next. Yeah. yeah. I felt that way about the Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC because I was like, oh, I'll buy it. I'm curious about the story. And then I looked into it. I was like, oh, you have to replay the entire game and it doesn't really tell you anything. Also, they added some dumb, annoying, quote unquote, hard Kingdom Hearts fight, which hard fights in kingdom hearts or like final fantasy 15 mostly just devolve into doing some game breaking thing where you dodge dodge a bunch and then get an attack in occasionally like i don't yeah. find those types of hard fights enjoyable whereas a hard fight in monster hunter you know you're learning the mechanics of the boss you're dodging you're doing all this cool stuff mm-hmm. like the game is designed around it whereas most of the time in rpgs where the hard fight is hard it's because the boss does something stupid like oh you forgot to block or dodge this one attack so he kills you instantly and you didn't have the auto revive skill which is not a choice it's a requirement right it's to me that's not a satisfying challenge it's like a there's an instant and and hidden in all of that like what you've left unsaid is bad like rpg scaling is usually just like they take all of the number sliders and push them up. <laughs> yeah. Without yeah. any, like without any, uh, sense of balance without it. So it just devolves into like, okay, well, Sephiroth has three times as much HP now. Mm-hmm. So you, the fight will be the same, but you he, have he, to he do the times, same thing for three for, times longer. Yeah, exactly. And I, I just, I hate challenge where they just bump, the slider of all the enemies get turned mm-hmm. up that's that's just it's so boring to me yeah it's like nothing is different they just they deal more damage and you take more damage that's actually the biggest problem with with the dragon quest heroes game is that the end of the game the enemies you're fighting take multiple combos to get down and you're just like jesus like let's uh i'm not talking about bosses because there's bosses that you fight and that's fine that they take longer to kill but mm-hmm. they're just the normal throwaway enemies that you have to use you know like six combos on to kill and you're sort of thinking i'm I'm tired of this. I want to move on to killing more things. Sure. Yeah. Um, now, you know what had, uh, you know what had a, a, a difficulty slider system that I actually really appreciated? Oh, what? Battletoads. Okay, really? Yeah. So, actually, uh, Battletoads, it, Battletoads 2020, the yeah, new yeah, one I, that I, released I a couple ta- weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. I figured you were talking like, about the new one. Yeah, the the one that I've been meaning to talk about, but I finally finished it this week. Okay. Um. So one of the first things that impressed me about it is that when you start the game, it actually has three difficulty levels. Hmm. And so they actually have a low difficulty 
level to like appeal to people who just want to like go through it and kind of have some fun whatever yeah just kind of have some fun with it like they did not build that game to be punishing for the sake of being punishing which i appreciate yeah however um i took the highest difficulty level because it was called battle toad (laughs) it was like tadpole toad and battle toad or something like that sure i i do enjoy clever difficulty names but they actually had on the difficulty select screen three sliders oh, okay. showing exactly what the difficulty changes so that you can know if like that appeals to you or not. I can I'm down with that. I really appreciate when difficulty settings tell you exactly what they do. Yeah, that's nice. Um now, I thought initially that you were actually that you could do like a custom difficulty thing where you could like move the sliders yourself. Oh, and, that'd be cool. Is that like maybe can't. that's unlockable later? Oh, you like at least not that I saw, but it does just show you on the sliders like here's where I think it's enemy health, enemy damage and enemy aggressiveness. OK, like how like how frequently they attack or something yeah, sure. like that. Um. So it, it it is it is still basically like they take more damage and they deal more damage. No, it was cooldown timer, which I'll for get like to skills it. or something or for your skills. For okay, so this will actually require. This is a good segue because this will require me to actually uh, describe how it works. Um, so Battletoads is built actually to be a three player co op game. Ooh, I like that. Which is really cool, and the way that it's really cool is like interesting in it, it's really interesting in the way that they do it um on some on certain stages mm-hmm. but the basic like beat-em-up stages is just like you know there's it's a three-player beat-em-up you're all on screen you're all you know you're all on different parts of the screen beating dudes up um but i played it one player oh and the way that they the way that they work in like a three player co-op game into one player Mm -hmm. is that you can hot swap between your toads at any time. That's kind of cool. Like mid combo, even like when you swap to them, they actually have a, like a rush in attack. Oh, wow. Like pimple, like comes down from the ceiling as like his, as like, you know, form shaped form shifted into his giant, like barbell weight. Yeah. And uh, and Zitz does an uppercut from the ground and Rash comes in as like a missile from the side. <laughs> so you can actually use that to juggle like Marvel versus Capcom style. That's really fun, actually. And when you um, so like the the really weird thing in in co-op beat em ups is when you're playing two players, did you ever play like Double Dragon Neon? No, I okay. well, that's not true. I played it for a little bit, but just not very much. OK. There's a there's a mechanic in that and in, in, in most modern like two player beat em ups where you can where you can pick up another player that's that's gone down. Oh yeah. Okay. Like River City Girls has that where you like stomp the life back into your back into your partner. The Scott Pilgrim game had that. I do remember that, yep. Yeah. So like when you're playing in co op and one of your partners goes down, if you get to them in time, you can run over to them and like revive them. Sure. But if you're playing in one player, then you miss out on that mechanic because there's no one to revive you. So you just die. So it's, right. it is 
it is naturally more difficult to play in one player because there's no one to revive you, so you don't have that margin for error. Right, right, right. Battletoads fixes this because all three toads have a unique life bar and they all have their own, like, they're all, they all basically represent a life. Oh, wow. So, okay. if, you're, so if you're using Rash, right, mm-hmm. and Rash gets beat up and he loses his health bar, it just swaps in another toad and you start fighting as them. And then Rash is now oh, man, on a really cooldown cool. timer. After which point he will self revive after like 15 or 20 seconds or so yeah. with like half life. Oh, I like that. So it sort of simulates, it, it sort of simulates the feeling of like your partner can come over and revive you. Mm-hmm. It just happens automatically on a, on a cooldown timer. I, I guess like the feeling is like if you can survive this encounter for like another 15, 20 seconds or so, you probably would have had time to revive your partners. So that's good enough. <laughs> yeah. So it's actually, so and it's kind of like a, it's, a, it's, 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 so it's those kinds of systems are cool because it's challenging enough where if the fight is way too hard and you're not, you don't know what to do yet. You're not going, the 15 seconds is going to feel like an eternity. Right. Um, right, but if you right, just right. make a mistake or if you just, it gives you an extra leeway, if you're doing well, you're like, ah, oh, well, it's fine. I can, yeah. I can manage no problem in this. Uh, yeah. So and it makes it a so nice that, balance. Like no matter how difficult it is, like you still have enough margin for error to learn. Yeah. Even if you die real quick, you have to die real quick three times. And, right, right, right. And, if, and yeah, it's not just over immediately. Right. So like there were a couple of boss fights where I just got ruined because I didn't know it was happening. <laughs> yeah. But like it actually gives you it, it also like once you have one of your toads down, you know, you have to wait out the cooldown. So it actually puts you in a more defensive position. You know, like in, in any boss fight, like, you know, you have to look for an opportunity to do to deal damage. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you stick yourself in this feeling of like, OK, I can't really find the attack opportunity because it's taken all of my effort just to, like, avoid the attacks. Yes. But oh, especially your first time doing something right? Yeah. or the first time fighting it. Mm-hmm. You like you don't know what's happening. So you're just kind of reacting and you don't you don't have it down. Yeah. But like once you lose the first one there is actual benefit to like, all right, let's hang back and learn the pattern. So it actually designs into like, okay, be patient. Like there is, you will be rewarded if you just hang back and be patient and watch the pattern and focus on avoiding, but you're also learning the pattern. Yeah. I like that. Cause yeah, that's, that's, that's not bad. So that's probably way more useful on, on the, like like the the harder difficulty that you were playing too. Yeah, and that what the harder difficulty does is it increases the when I said cooldown timer. Yeah, like the time between respawns is longer on the higher on the higher difficulty. Okay. So like I don't know how much it was on the lower difficulty. I think it was like it was close to like twenty seconds, maybe like eighteen or something like that on the sure. on the highest difficulty. So I assume it's probably more like ten or something like that on possibly like. Possibly less than that. I don't know. <laughs> on the on the lower difficulties, maybe five on easy or something like that. Okay. And it doesn't seem like much, but like, you know, it, on on Battletoad difficulty, a lot of the late game enemies will just kill you in like two. Oh, like wow. depending depending on the attack, like that's crazy. Well, you have a lot of control, so like. The idea is you're supposed to be juggling the crap out of them and not letting them attack, but it gets okay. pretty it gets pretty frantic later on. 
Sure. And it's like, this is, this is very much a game where you are not supposed to get hit. Okay. And they give so you the it's, tools it's, to not get hit. I was going to ask that. Yes. Does it feel, does that feel good? Does it feel like that's a thing that you can achieve? It does. While playing? It does. There's a, I mean, there's a, there's a devil may cry style, like style meter for like varying up your combos and avoiding damage and taunting. And so like, and there's a, there's an achievement for like get through every encounter with like an A ranking or something. (laughs) So like it is definitely, it's definitely built for that, but yeah. Cause sometimes games get built for that and then it doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's nice that it, it's good that it feels good. Right. Like that's, that's, that's really important as dumb as that sounds. Yeah, because some t- like challenge for challenge sake is is not necessarily rewarding. No, like, not at all. It has to feel attainable. It has to it has to hit that point of like, oh, I could do this with some practice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because sometimes it's just like, oh, yeah, I, you know, I guess I could maybe fluke into that after like 50 hours of trying. But that doesn't sound like but that doesn't sound. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't that's... sound like something I want to do. <laughs> no but surprising. I mean, like, so we were talking about the, we were talking to like before it came out, we yeah. were talking about battle toads and mm-hmm. I did my whole bad take of, of like battle toads has never actually been good. Right. Because they have a, they had a fun beat em up concept and then they ran full speed in the other direction from it. Yeah. Oh, yeah and, how did this game handle that stuff? Um, they did the exact same thing, except every part is good. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I was like, they either need to like, I was talking about it before. I was like, they either need to lean into the beat em ups thing and just polish that and just have that be the Battletoads game. Yeah. Or they like, like, I'm I'm curious to see if they're going to redesign it around that concept or if they're going to lean into the like multi genre thing. Mm-hmm. They leaned so hard into the multi-genre thing. And it actually it actually worked out. It real okay, so like there is I I beat it in two streams. It took me about six hours. Okay, that's not too bad. On on and the highest difficulty, the difficulty. Yeah. On the highest difficulty on a blind playthrough. Um so it starts out pretty much like pretty much just doing the beat em up thing. Just okay. like for the first probably four or five stages. And I was thinking, okay, this is, we're just, we're doing this. This is what they've decided the Battletoads is. Yeah, this is what the game's going to be, mm-hmm. which which would be fine if it's done well. Yeah, and it was. Like, it felt like the combat feels really good. Like, those, there's a lot of options. There's a lot of, like, the whole swapping, the whole swapping between characters and being able to, like, being able to, like, combo into other characters feels, like, amazing. Like, yeah. unnecessarily good. But then I started up the second stream, and I played, like, an hour and a half without punching anything. <laughs> Holy crap. Because there is there is a bullet hell section. Mm-hmm. Like a, like a Geometry Wars-style, um, like, twin-stick shooter. Yeah. Which, I remember I told you, like, the way they implement... Uh, the three player co-op is really interesting in some of the, in some of the sections. Mm-hmm. So I didn't actually get to experience this, but <laughs> how might you, how might you think that three player co-op 
plays out in like a Geometry Wars style, like single screen bullet hell space shooter sequence. Well, you could be it could be three three ships, or it could be like each person controls a different stream of bullets or something like that. Yeah. So it could be, be three cool. ships, but instead it is one person controls the ship, one person controls the cannons on the left side, and one oh. person controls the cannons on the right side. That's super cool. I like that. That oh, that's like, too bad you didn't get to experience that would have been that would have been really awesome, actually. That would have been really awesome. So there is um and I'm and I'm gonna miss some. Um in this game, in addition to a bunch of mini games, because uh, stage one, two in uh, in 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 Battletoads 2020 is literally just a mini game section where all the the Battletoads perform menial tasks <laughs> because the story, <laughs> the story of the game is that and the, the story of the game is actually important here. And I is actually one of the best aspects because it is written like incredibly well, shockingly well. (laughs) The story of the game is that stage one is like you're fighting through the you're fighting through the city streets and you go down this red carpet and you're the Battletoads are like superstar celebrities and everyone loves them and they just keep like. They just like they're just beating everybody up and styling on them. And it's like everyone loves us. We're having this like celebrity gala. We're super rich and famous. And then like. And then at the end of that stage, they're fished out of a bunker. (laughs) And it's like. And you find out that they have been buried underground for 26 years. (laughs) Just living their delusions of grandeur. (laughs) And they're like, they're on a newscast and they're like, we're the Battletoads. We're famous. And the news anchor is like, breaking news. No, you're not. No one knows who you are. (laughs) And so stage two, like one, two is like, they all have to go get jobs. Oh my God. So like, there is literally like a quick time event mini game for Zitz just typing on a keyboard doing data entry. (laughs) Like that's how you're introduced. And so the story basically is like the Battletoads have been buried for specifically 26 years, which is specifically the amount of time since the last Battletoads game. Right, right. And have to like regain prominence. (laughs) But they also use some like, so that's funny, right? That's a fun concept. It is. But like they also throw out some like weirdly woke humor. Okay. Where, like, the first boss in the game, you have to beat him, like, three times. Yeah. And the first dude is like, oh, you finally killed me. I'm ascending to the afterlife. Wait a minute. There's nothing here. Make the most of the time you have. (laughs) It's like, holy crap. Like okay game yeah wow that's a big statement for stage one one that is yeah it's it's sort of fun when so i watched you play i don't know what part of the game it was at but the i i I, you it with the 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 black queen was doing something where she was talking about 
talking with her butt or whatever. Yep. Yeah. And so for so I, she becomes a protagonist. Yeah, that's that's I saw I saw because I saw the very end where she was like a good guy. Yeah. Uh, but when I saw that part, I was like, man, I don't know this 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 style of humor for me like that mo- like that particular instance wasn't something that like resonated, and I was like, this this feels like Rick and Morty, and mm. didn't the didn't isn't that the writer of the game? <laughs> I don't <laughs> like know. one half of them or something. Um, I actually don't know if that's the case or not. Well, I, just, I can see how it kind of feels similar. Yeah, I wasn't sure. It just that that was what it felt like. And I was like, ah, eh, the story just wasn't. It didn't. It didn't hit like that. The some of the jokes and stuff weren't wasn't wasn't something that appealed to me. But you seem to really like it. So I was like, well, there must be more to it than that, or I'm I'm just or I'm that, just missing something. <laughs> like that one, that one like weird Ace Ventura instance. The joke there is that she is trying to be, like, calm and composed. Yeah. Because, like, it, they're essentially reasserting uh, Dark Queen's character. Okay. Right? Because in the previous game, she's just, like, she's basically just evil, bodacious space babe. Right, right. And she's she's a one-liner on a monitor, and she doesn't <laughs> really have much in the way of personality. All right. So, so that's, like, the point, they're, then. They're, they're setting her up as, like as like aloof evil like classy classy space queen who calls people fool sure you know and then like and she's like and she starts doing that and then like loses her cool and is like suck my butt you stupid toads <laughs> like flips off the camera but the fingers like blurred out right yeah and it's like so that's her like the joke there is not just ha ha. She talked with her, butt. it's like, Oh, she's really it's like freaking it. out. Cause it's uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get that. It's, it's the, like, this is way out of character for her. Sure. It's more than, it's more than what it seems. Yeah. I get it. But like, it's, it is very over the top. There is a, uh, there's a thread that runs through the whole thing of everyone being like everyone being super irresponsible. And basically just following rule of cool because whatever the whole space shooter, the whole like uh, twin stick uh, bullet hell section that I, that I described earlier. Yes. Yep. Is literally just like the story there is that, uh, zits rash and the, uh, and the queen are basically like, well, we got like super cool laser weapons on, uh, on the ship. Like <laughs> we should probably like, test them out right yeah so at first it's like a road rage thing where there's a guy there's a guy who like cuts you off in space <laughs> okay. and then like and it's just this it's this like alien hillbilly guy who's like in an overall he's like in overalls and he's got like chest hair but he's he's also got like three eyes and the little like <laughs> the little like you know alien horns it's got like this like open at the top yeah <laughs> But he's also like he's yelling out the window and he doesn't have any dialogue. It just comes up as like offensive gibberish <laughs> in, in like brackets. Because it's like, yeah, because it's well, it's, it's alien tongue or something. Right. 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 And it's just like, I don't know what he's saying, but it's clearly meant to insult us. So it comes mm-hmm. up in brackets as like offensive gibberish. And all you hear is like, right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like hey he's attacking us like it starts off as like hey he's attacking us we should defend ourselves 
Mm-hmm. And then and then it devolves into like, yeah, we won. We beat him. Man, those lasers are super cool. Hey, that guy just littered. <laughs> someone should. Yeah, so it's just like oh, it's like all over the place. Someone should stop him, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, I, oh, we got it. We got it. So the dialogue, the way the dialogue goes specifically is like, um, li- like littering's bad, right? Yeah. Like no. And then he's like, I, you might argue it's, you might argue it's more bad because littering hurts everyone. <laughs> And and Dark Queen's like, I wouldn't argue that because it's wrong, but it's not so wrong that I don't want to turn these lasers back on. (laughs) So there's like there's a thread through the whole thing of like, let's just make irresponsible decisions because pew pew explosions punch things. Yeah. And and we'll justify it because it's it's totally okay. Yeah. (laughs) And Pimple, who is the big hulking dude. Yes. Yeah. Um. Like he nopes out and he's like, you guys are being ridiculous. I got to get out of here. So he nopes out and this is not for me (laughs) and, and goes down to a, like a planet with like a hippie commune. Yeah. And there's like three stages with him that are just zero combat puzzle platformers like braid. What? Yeah. It's just, it's, it's a whole puzzle platforming section. Where it's just like push boxes and hit switches and progress through the level by like just figuring out, just figuring out like how, what box to put on what switch. That's kind of cool. It is. It's I mean, well it's kind of weird, but it's, it's kind of, it's, I guess, well, that's what you were saying, right? Is that it's, it, it really is trying to embrace the whole, um, the multi-genre was, was, like, a, was a bunch of things. Did you have to, do you have to do a dumb level where you jump around to avoid, uh, like spikes on snakes <laughs> no and you know the so they God. didn't have that um i think the closest thing they had to that like there were a lot of spikes that were all like instant kill spikes okay in the puzzle platforming stages mm-hmm. but they didn't have the dumb snake thing thank God. um they did have the rat race level really um if you if you remember the rat race level where you have to like it's almost like the flash man mega man stage where you have to like you have to like descend as quickly as possible Yes. Like you run yes. back and forth to get through the gaps in the stage to get down yes. to the bottom. So they have a version of that where you play as the Dark Queen. Okay. Who has been dissolved and eaten oh by my. interdimensional space overlords who are like <laughs> the main antagonists of the game. All right. All right. And they basically, um, they don't really come right out and say it. But, um, and this goes into the, like, not a big fan of the, of the juvenile humor. Well, I I don't mind juvenile humor sometimes. I shouldn't say that. I, 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 it was just something about the tone of it that rubbed me the wrong way. I don't know why. It's not that I think it's bad or I'm above it or anything. I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I, I, I enjoy some really stupid humor sometimes. You you have to run from an enema. (laughs) Oh, wait, wait, wait. I think I saw part of this on stream. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're, 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 we're. Yes. Okay. You, you, I do remember that now. There's like the, a, there's like a descending like yellowish green greenish goo stuff, sludge, right? Yeah. And you have to like you have to like run. You have to no, run that was, away that was down the corridor funny. to get away from that. It's actually yeah, a good. Uh, it's actually a fun stage, and again, completely different from anything else that happens before it, because it's all about like dashing into things and and wall yeah, bonking and, and, and per, like a little bit of precision. It yeah. seemed you had because there like, was. A, I missed the ending, but I, I, you were, 
I saw you die a few times at the end. And I think it was right at the end too, where it was like the very last thing where you, it was coming faster than you could get to. And you wanted to get the one power yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. it was, or like the diamond looking thing. The, yeah. The, the collectibles, collectibles, which I actually still don't even honestly know what they do. They Are you were serious. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they do something. I just like, maybe, maybe I they're just, it, uh... I finished the game and then I just kept playing fall guys. <laughs> sure. That makes sense. But I mean like, so the, the dark queen section is precision platforming. Uh, the, the pimple section is puzzle platforming. You got twin stick shooter in there. You got God knows how many mini games, um, <laughs> that all have different mechanics to them. You have a version of the, you still have a version of the jet bike stage. Um, but it is like, instead of scrolling from left to right, it is from like bottom to top. It's the, the perspective oh. is like from behind okay. the toads. Yeah. And you see yes. the yes, you I see, see the, can, the walls in front it. of you like coming towards you. Yeah. It works out basically the same. There's still it's still really hard. Oh. Uh, and there's there is one like the second to last stage in the game is like just a marathon version of it with no checkpoints. Yeah. And it like that was that was punishing. But it's not even it's not as bad as original Battletoads because again, you've got three characters. So if you slam into a wall, you mm-hmm. actually like one of the other toads comes in to take your place. And right. so you basically have like three chances to get through without even having to restart. So that's in, in bad, some then. ways, it's actually really forgiving. Yeah, that doesn't seem bad. It's still really hard, though. Um, <laughs> You're like, no, no, it's 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 still power. It's still super hard. <laughs> yeah, no, like that was. I mean, admittedly, that when I finally did do it, I had only I had only lost like one, I only lost like one life, out of okay. the you know out of three. Yeah. So I had some margin for error left. Like you do pretty much still have to, you do still pretty much have to like get good at it, because it's a long stage. It's probably three minutes long. Whoa. Well, Which that was, got- so that was something that I noticed is that when the first the the very first time I saw you play was. I thought the things were lasting. Like, I was like, Jesus, these fights, like the enemies seemed a bit too damage spongy for me. Yeah. And you and said I that was just the because. Difficulty. Yeah. So I, I don't have a huge problem with that. Uh, it's, I, I don't... imagine it's probably a lot. I, honestly, I think it's probably more fun and more, uh, more balanced on, on normal difficulty. That's what I was going to ask if, if you were just playing whatever the middle one was is because the easy one is probably too easy. Um, yeah, it like all the sliders were like down to zero. That is literally like I don't and there's even a uh they even have an invincibility mode. Whoa. That you can turn you know, what? like if you ever played Mario 3D World and you can get like the golden leaf oh, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um they have a they have like basically a version of that you can turn on. Oh, that's if there's cool. a if there's a section that's giving you trouble. Like they want you to finish the game. And then for you know, for people who are purists who want the who want the real challenge challenge, you have Battletoad mode where everything's harder and the temporary invincibility buff is turned off. Okay. Like, even if you want to turn it on, you can't. So, it's, you know... It seems like there's a... It seems pretty... It, it actually seems pretty reasonable, then. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's... It is... It's accessible. It is there for people who just want to play the game for whom classic battle toads was just too hard to the point of being not enjoyable. Sure. And if you're, you know, if you're someone who wants battle toads hard, I like 
there are in some ways it's never going to be because a lot of Battletoads hard is based on like arcade style arcade style mechanics of like you can yeah. sink an hour and a half into this game and then run out of lives and have to start over. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's not it's... doing that. Like it's never going to do that, but but it's still like I I struggled with it. I I had to do I had to do a few stages like several dozen times to get through it. Mhm. And 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 it's kind of satisfying like all of the stages seem to I I'd be interested to see like what the differences are in uh, what the differences are in difficulty in different types of stages. That's what I was going to that's what I was wondering as well if like the the one stage where you're running from the the NMR or whatever mm-hmm. if that one how how that changes. Right. Like is I imagine it's probably like the acid is slower. That's what I was going to guess too. Um, Cuz I, I doubt the levels different. That seems too Yeah. too too extreme. But I wonder maybe? like the the puzzle platformer stages, do they just like take some of the spikes away? Um Oh like, uh, yeah, sure. Oh, that's true actually. They could I didn't even think of that. They could just do that kind of stuff. That's true. Like there's like they just add a couple of uh like ultimate chicken horse. They just add a couple extra couple extra uh death death traps sure that you have to like be extra precise to get over or around or whatever yeah i could yeah like, like that. i i don't know i didn't play it on any of the easier difficulties so but the, i think it's i think it'd be interesting know. to see how they design around that because yeah. there are so many different types of stages um it you know generally i had a really good time with it i was pleasantly surprised by every aspect of it every time Every time they, I like, every time they switched genre, every time they switched into a different sequence of the game, mm-hmm. um, that part of the game was executed no worse than competently. <laughs> All right, <laughs> like, like it, the the twin stick shooter section of Battletoads twenty twenty is not the best twin stick shooter ever made, but it's good. It's fun. It works. It does what you expect. Sometimes there's that's decent, what you need. There's decent variety. There's power-ups. There's, you know, it controls well. Everything controls well. And that was that's the big shortcoming that's of... That's or, actually so huge. Yeah. That's the big shortcoming of original Battletoads is that it tries to throw you into these, like, puzzle sections and these precision platforming sections but it doesn't give you the game is not built around those things. Like it's trying to ask you to do precision platforming without precision control. Right. Well, and that's, 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 that was yuck. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it was. (laughs) And this is like here, do precision platforming, but it feels good. I like that. I mean, that's actually so cool. Yeah. Do twin stick shooting, but it feels good. Do this puzzle platforming. Puzzles are fairly rudimentary and simple, but they feel good. They work. There's a there's a sense of accomplishment for figuring out how it works. None of yeah, them took me more than more... a couple of minutes, but you know, I'm not out here playing the the witness. <laughs> yeah. But like it, you know, you you push the blocks, they hit the switch, the thing happens, you find the way forward. It's like, yeah, I did it. Like I'm everything just feels right. Which is what Battletoads originally didn't do. They tried to do all these things, and some they, of them felt good, and some much. of them didn't. Yeah, the that's one, really cool, actually. The one disappointment that I had with it. Okay. No repelling stage. Really? No repelling stage. 
Wow. I kept I kept waiting for it. I kept thinking we were gonna get it, and we just never did. Huh? You know, the, like weird. the the like hanging down on a string from the it, like going yeah, through absolutely. the tree or whatever. Like we didn't get it. Oh, I don't. That makes me sad. It made me a little sad. Like we got a we got. Don't get me wrong. We got a wide variety of other things. Sure. Um, and and those things are all really good, but like. I feel like the I feel like the three like the three must haves in a Battletoads game are like those first three stages. It's the it's the beat 'em up stage, which there's plenty of. There's the uh there is the the repelling stage, the vertical stage. Not having I'm I'm actually so surprised they didn't have a uh, a repelling stage. And then there's the jet bike stage, which they have, but it's a little bit different. But yeah, they like they they have like so you know at the end of the repelling stage like there's always the part where the screen speeds up and then you have to get past the spikes. Yeah. So they have sort of an illusion to that because in the Dark Queen Enema section <laughs> um that's boy that's weird to say. Uh, um, yeah. She has a she has a float. She has like a not a float, but like a, a glide mechanic where okay. you can like, you can like use her cape to slow fall. Mm-hmm. And there is a section where you have to go like back and forth between spikes using her, using her float mechanic. So that does kind of feel like that section, but the, the rip, like to me, that's just like the final test at the end of it. Those repelling stages are about the combat that you the combat on the ropes true is like what's cool about those yeah and you true. don't there there isn't that you miss out on that and that's kind of sad maybe maybe that will be uh the what's released later <laughs> maybe they do uh they do tease at a sequel oh really there, okay yeah so that, that well that i mean they're me like then. hey this like this isn't just a one-off they use a lot of meta humor yeah well that well i was gonna say that's what it feels like they're going for is that sort yeah. of you know it's, like it's the big it's like uh, battletoads are back for real now we can it's do happening. more of this. Right. And honestly, I hope they do. Like I would I would buy a sequel to this or DLC for this or whatever. Like DLC might be perfect in some ways if they don't have enough if they don't have enough ideas for a, a whole game. Yeah. In, in games like that, I'm I'm totally happy with a, a DLC or, or yeah, something just add that on just kind a... of Yeah, like add on a few levels, add on what however you want to handle it. There's a lot of possibilities with that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they can literally like they can literally do anything. They're not constrained by genre at all. That's what I mean. It could, yeah, exactly. And and some of the transition stages were hilarious, like between yeah. the real stages. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like they were, some of them like just come out of nowhere, and it's just yeah. like, what are we even doing right now? Why is it like this? Yeah, I saw the the one where you're like doing some Greek thing or something. I yep. don't know. It's like a that whole. It's like a whole Olympic thing. Yeah. Yeah, like, and there's no, there's, like, almost no, there's almost no explanation. You just start it just happens. doing it. It just happens. <laughs> it's like, figure it out, go, go. That's, that part of the game is actually, like, the second, the second act of that game is really actually hilarious. Because you're, like, it's, it's the beginning, like, the Toads and the Dark Queen are starting to work together. Sure. And, and that's, is that where it really starts to shine, do you think? I, I think so. I, I think like they they play off of each other really well. The voice acting in that game is phenomenal. Really? 
Like, it really sells it. I guess that, you know what, it does. You're right, it is really good. It's like they actually had people that do voice act. It wasn't just an afterthought, right? It was, like, part of the idea of it. Yeah, no, they, they like, really they, wanted. they had characters. They yeah. had characters in mind for who they all are. And, like, in, in the original games, the, the, all three of the Battletoads are the same person. Right. You know, you know like, it doesn't they're, really they're all just, like, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna go beat them up. Toads. One-liner. 80s. Not Ninja Turtles. Yeah, we're totally not the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Like, but they, they, like, it doesn't matter who you play. They're all, they've got different moves. They've got different builds. But, like, personality-wise, they have none. They're, okay. they're characters on a screen. Right, yeah, I would agree with that. Um, So they very, very, very much went the, uh, they very much went the Ninja Turtle route with this. That's really cool. I like that. Um, I, you know, I think they started to sort of... I felt like they kind of did that with even the later Battletoads, like, uh, you know, the uh, the Double Dragons one. I felt like they had mm. more personality as, as Battletoads went on. Yeah, um, they may have, but I feel like that's one of the last times we actually got to see them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely not a... It wasn't like this, because this sounds like they're extremely distinct. Like, each one is, is its own unique toad well, completely. they they established zits as the leader okay, which is something go. that i had never thought or like i'd never thought before yeah no i'd never yeah, I considered think about them having in, in a leader the, in the yeah me neither i was about to say that yeah so like, like, i wouldn't have even yeah so he basically does the leonardo thing where he's like you know he's the most level-headed and balanced but also kind of impulsive sure and Rash is the one with the shades, so literally he's the Mikey. Okay. He, like, he's the party dude. And I think, like, Pimple, despite being, like, the big hulking guy, like, I think he's, like, the Donatello. Okay. Because he's, def like, he's definitely, like, the gentlest and the most, like, thoughtful of the three of them. <laughs> oh, really? That's, I like, I like when they do those yeah, kind yeah, of things. Yeah. I mean, they, it's they not take, uncommon, yeah. but it's fun. They take the big guy because he's the one who's like, you guys are just like throwing yourselves into situations and punching your way out. Right. It doesn't you're make not sense. listening. You're not thinking anything through and I've had it. And that's when he goes off to his hippie commune. I like that. So like, so they actually like for every character, they distinctly define a specific personality and then they have a voice that fits that personality. Like it's really thought out. And like that second part when they start, it, it, Dark Queen also like her her voice actress like absolutely crushes it. Mm -hmm. So like the the second section is like this whole um, is this whole thing where like Dark Queen wants to like they they team up to work together because they find out that they've both been buried for twenty six years, <laughs> like both the Queen and the Toads. <laughs> And they want to, like, get back on, at whoever did it to them. Yeah. And and sort of, like, break up their control. And they, they're like, all right, we our goals align, so let's just work together. And Dark Queen's like, we got to, you know, I have, a, I have a friend who I need to, you know, a former associate that I need to catch up with, but I need to speak with him privately. And they're mm -hmm. like, I don't know, that's pretty sus. <laughs> you stay here we're gonna go talk to him we'll just we'll see what we can work out yeah and she's like no i really need to talk to him it's like i don't trust you 
So it's this whole thing, right? Yeah. And they go and they talk to this guy who's just like a diplomat, right? Okay. He's not like some evil scientist or anything. He's just like a diplomat on this other alien planet. <laughs> right. And they're trying to negotiate with him. And he's just like, um, what? And they're trying to negotiate, but they're idiots. <laughs> right, yeah. So they, they have no idea what they're doing. And he's like, uh, I no, what? <laughs> and then like, they've got dark queen on a walkie talkie. And he's like, oh, Hey, is that, is that DQ? Is that DQ? Like, let me, let me talk to her. And they start <laughs> fighting over it. And it's like, no, I'll talk. Like, no, I, you don't get to talk. Like I can do this. And then they end up like accidentally knocking the dude out. Oh my God. Cause they're fighting over the, they're fighting over the, uh, the walkie. <laughs> yeah. And then they, and then they drag him around for the next like five missions. Like, Just, like they, him. they weekend at Bernie's prop him up. Oh no. Through every cutscene, and like work out the peace treaty, like acting as him. <laughs> you know, I'm surprised there hasn't been a remake of Weekend at Bernie's, honestly. Right? <laughs> One like, of the it better gets referenced so often. It is. That's and funny. it's like, I, I guess it's, I, I guess in retrospect, it's kind of weird to be like, ha ha ha, let's prop this dead body around. Oh yeah, it's weird. But, you know, they made two of them. They did actually. I, I've, I've seen the second one a couple of times. <laughs> I've uh, never seen either of them. I'm just aware kid. of them. I don't know why they were on HBO or something. And I just watched them when I was little. Yeah. It, yeah. That's, that's how movies get watched. Yes, that's true. All right. I feel like I've talked about as much about Battletoads as I possibly can. I've gone yeah, over like there's... basically every major plot point and all of the game. Like it's, it was really fun. It like, it was a really good time. It, uh, it is, can't really ask for anything more than that. It is like, like I said, it is shockingly woke in its humor. Mm -hmm. There's a, there's a whole sequence at the end where like the, the toads are like manipulated by the bad guys. <laughs> like they already told you, like they, they zap the, they zap dark queen away. Yeah. And like get eaten and she mm -hmm. gets like eaten and she's in their, she's in their stomach as like, as like interdimensional space dust. Yeah. And, uh, so she, she tries to like stand up to them and he, they just like zap her away and they're like, all right, anyone else, anyone else have a problem? And the toads are like, uh, no, I guess. <laughs> so then like they end up doing this whole, like they, they basically just become like the puppets, right? Okay. But oh, in, so they're just like doing whatever. Yeah. But they're doing like talk shows and like tabloid media and they become like super celebrities like they wanted all along but it's not in the way they wanted it <laughs> right it's like they're just doing it as like planned appearances and then there's this whole line about like we're just like this isn't what i wanted we're just like we're just celebrity distractions so that these people don't see all the fascist empire stuff that's happening in the background. I'm like, Oh, you're like, Oh God. Oh, oh God. you said that. Okay. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Battletoads go <laughs> off. So yeah, like they, like they know exactly what they're doing. Like, right. Yeah. This is not a, it's not an accident. 
Yeah, like the the writing is all on that on that like caliber. Mm-hmm. It is it is very funny. It is like laugh out loud funny. That's good. Which I mean, is, that is is not what I expected. No, I, I definitely would not have expected that at all. So I, maybe 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 it'd be worthwhile to 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 see it some more, or even just watch your video. Yeah, like I said, like my like my playthrough took about six hours. And a lot of that six hours is just retrying things. Okay. Um, the first few stages I got past without too much trouble. I don't think I game overed until about halfway through the game. That's not bad then. Um, even even on the highest difficulty, there's some challenging sections, but nothing that's like nothing, nothing you that's like, like really yeah, you're like nothing that really stumps you for a long time until like much later. Uh, the stuff in the second half of the game, the uh, this the twin stick shooter section, the uh, the precision platforming uh, Dark Queen section was pretty tough, and in the, the last uh, the last jet bike section and the last boss fight were both pretty tough. But like again, I cleared all that stuff in like a few hours. Yeah, and you're playing on the the hardest difficulty on, on the hardest difficulty. So note. yeah, no, it's it's definitely like it's definitely worth playing. Or at least seeing like it is it is a much, much better experience than I expected it to be. I was going to just pass on it. I was going to just be like, yeah, whatever. New Battletoads wasn't even yeah, that big cares, a fan whatever. of old Battletoads, but whatever. It's fine. Yeah. Um, But it I, I played it and I'm glad I did. It's it blew my expectations away. That's pff, what more what more praise can you ask? Ah. <sighs> Hey, you know, I did want to mention one thing that I thought was interesting is that the Sony had um, their their it's sort of like their corporate report. Oh yeah, PDF come out, and in it there is a part where they um, talk about how they they're they're going to move more first party uh, first party titles to PC to mm. you know to to make more money. Yeah, of and course. I just think it's interesting that. I still think there's the console war in the sense that first party games mm-hmm. on Xbox will be different than first party games on. Uh, uh, PS4 and sure, sure, all and that. PS5 but and... if you have a good or PS5, yeah, and Xbox One or whatever the new Xbox is called, I don't remember. Um, if you have a PC though, <laughs> you may not. That might be the 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 great decider the for some people now. Yeah, <laughs> which well, is sort of a funny thing to think about. I think that increasingly, like as as the quote unquote console wars sort of drag on. Um, they exist less and less. Yeah. And I, I feel like increasingly now, um, the console war is basically Sony and Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Cause Nintendo lives on its own Island. Yeah. Nintendo does whatever they want. Like I, I, I feel like very, very few people look at, look at consoles and they're like, should I get an Xbox or a switch? Yeah, no, no. It's, it's, it's usually an add on. Yeah. Or it, they're like, the, the diehard Nintendo people that are like, nothing right. else is worthy of my time. Well, and that's, you know, that is what it is. But like, generally speaking, the PS4 and the Xbox or the, the PlayStation and the Xbox, regardless of the uh, regardless of the uh, generation, are mm-hmm. increasingly the same machine. True. And like 95 percent of their libraries are identical. Yeah, no, no, it's 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 only first party games that matter. And at this point, I don't think that they see the PC market 
as a direct competitor. Which is weird, but that's fine. Well, it, like, I, I feel like they see the PC as, like, people are not going to choose to do to get a PC or a console. No, that's it's usually, hey, this is my console, this is what I'm, or this is my device that I'm playing on. Right. Or whatever it is, right? Like, like, general, like, there is a large, there is a large contingent of people who are on PC. Like, okay, so to put it differently, people who have a gaming PC. Yeah. Generally don't give a damn about consoles. No. And won't. And no amount of first party titles are going to change their mind. And I think they've seen that. Oh, I think it's finally, I think they finally realized that. Yeah, exactly. That, that, that they're like, oh, maybe we're making all these on computers anyways. <laughs> Cause the, maybe, maybe we should just embrace that fact. Cause the, 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 the marketing ploy here is like, Hey, all you PC gamers, like if you really, really, really want to play horizon zero dawn, you're going to have to drop 500 bucks on this console and this game. Yeah. And play and it's it, like, play this no game is worth play. that. No, no game is worth dropping $500 on it. It's just no. not like if you've already got a gaming PC, you've got access to troves of stuff that is not on console and most of the stuff that is on console. And there's a couple of, a couple of outstanding games here and there that are out of your reach is not going to move the needle. God, no. So, and realistically, like most of the time, even if they do pull the trigger on that one, on that one game, mm-hmm. right? If they really do, if they really do go out and go buy a console to play that one game, they're probably losing money on that. Mm-hmm. Cause half the time they're selling the consoles at a loss anyway, just for the, just for the sake of like hoping for future sales. Right. But yeah. if you, if you're successfully able to bait a PC gamer into buying your console for the one game they want to play and they do it, they're going to still just play the rest of their games on PC. Yeah, that's true. So like, what are you really getting out of that? Wouldn't it just be easier to just put your games on steam or whatever and just make the money? Mm -hmm. And apparently Sony has decided. Yes. I I really hope that happens. Not because I particularly will, will will embrace it because i still like i've actually gone back into using consoles more than i have previously in the last few years yeah me too i'm happy for the people that want it on pc i've always thought it was weird that they that they didn't include that market and it's nice to see i guess it's because consoles are becoming increasingly more and more just a like actually just a computer i mean they've always been a computer but it's like yeah uh, they're becoming closer to actual pcs in their specs yeah. yeah exactly and their functionality, um, for that matter. Mm-hmm, completely. Well, definitely in that regard, right? When you think about, mm-hmm. w- especially when you were looking at, oh, it doesn't even have 4K. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what people are worried about now is 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 basically they want everything to be an ultra-strong computer because of the quality of the displays and right. you know how, how, how we're uh, consuming media now, too. Right. And Nintendo just, like, continues to drift off from that with like hey everybody come play our colorful fun game on the go or not or not yeah like the the switch is the only thing that is a distinctly different machine and you know you want to know what than any of the the other three pc 
uh, PlayStation or Xbox. The Switch is not any of those things at all. No, and 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 the worst thing that they they could do, or the worst thing that a game company could do, is be mediocre. Right. Oh. Uh... <laughs> sure. sure. All right. Let's do it. All right. All right. Excellent. But this first... week's uh, this week's retro breakdown topic is operation logic bomb well well, hold on hold on that's that's too sad i think it just has to be said like in the most boring normal voice that you can that you can do okay this week on the retro breakdown we cover operation logic bomb perfect excellent (laughs) but first a word from our sponsors so let's 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 qualify let's qualify our lead into this which sort of gave away our our thoughts on on the game. Um, so, Operation Logic Bomb, made by Jalico for the Super Nintendo, I think 1993? Yeah, it was 93. Um, this might be the okayest game I've ever played. Yeah, it's super okay. Because <laughs> there isn't anything about it that's really bad. No, it's not a bad game. It's just average it doesn't stand out in any way good or bad well i i will say the weapons are 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 really cool the weapons are cool and i think that's like that's kind of my go-to as well is the only thing i can really give it as as something that i may remember in the future is oh yeah that game had neat weapons so so operation logic bomb is a uh it's sort of a a, i'd call it like a top-down shooter yeah Um, that's fair kind of smash tv style Sort of, yeah, I, yeah. The 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 actual that's what's so weird is the mecha- like, it's 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 the controls feel good when you first play. It. You're like, oh, this is cool. I think I'm gonna like this game. And, yeah, and then you I had play the same feeling. Like, oh, uh, this is just boring. Yeah, it like, just never goes anywhere. Well, and the enemies are oddly strong to a lot of your weapons, so they take mm-hmm. a while to kill, which is weird because in this style yeah. of game, you just expect to be fighting hordes of enemies. Yeah, it's, it's, they, they don't really give you hordes of enemies. Like, you think you're going to, like, contra through, like, a million dudes. But no. they have very specific spawns, and there's a very specific amount of them, and they don't respawn. No, and, like, and, they're and actually I, specifically they're designed encounters. So I, I feel like, based on the weapons, so there's different varieties of weapons. There's, like, the, the standard bullets just all out in front of you. Then you get the spread shot. Then there's... Mm-hmm. Uh, one that's neat that bounces off of other things like objects, and that's cool. Yeah. Like, uh, then there's the flamethrower, obviously. And the flamethrower is like... cool because it kind of wraps corners. Yeah, it does. It's super if you, useful. It's, I like that a lot. Yeah, and that, that I, was really that was really cool when I first saw it. I I feel like the they wanted the enemies to feel like a puzzle or something. Yeah. Or, or yeah, you're yeah, supposed yeah. to do a certain thing to get past them, but they just didn't follow through with that idea, which is. Maybe I almost why, feel I like that's what Operation Logic Bomb is supposed to mean. Mm-hmm. Like the logic part of that is like, oh, this is kind of like, this is kind of like a a, a you know like a top down shooter that you have to kind of puzzle. Yeah. You kind of have to like logic out what you're supposed to do. Yeah, exactly. And they kind of force you to do that, but not in any real significant way. No. And most of the most of like there's a couple of spots where you have to like hit something. There's like switches behind a wall or behind a cor- or like around a corner. 
and you have to use like your weapons have different properties like you said um you have the one just plain shot right out in front of you you have the spread you have the laser that bounces off of walls and you have the flamethrower and i feel like i'm forgetting one but i don't think i am uh, i don't think you have so. the secondaries but i'll get to that in a minute yeah but like all of those <laughs> like all of those uh primary weapon types like there is there is a switch that you have to hit with that specifically with that weapon type and you can't get to the next area until you do it mm-hmm. right um, yeah and it seemed like they really wanted the whole game to be designed around stuff like that yeah. where you'd be like oh this is the room where i have to do this puzzle to get past this mm-hmm. force field or and like possibly possibly like combine different weapon types yeah and like and well, maybe especially once build you get on the... that and, and complicate that as they go yeah but what actually happens is you there like there's a puzzle where you have to hit a thing with one of your weapon types and then you pick up that weapon and you're like, OK, we use that here. And then you do it once and never again. And you pretty much just default. At least I did. I defaulted to the flamethrower a ton because it did a lot more damage than. Other yeah, it's stuff. really good. And the spread shot because you can sort of break the enemies. On, everything only shoots in, you know, eight directions. Eight directions so yep. you can kind of break their patterns by. Mm-hmm using the spread shot a lot yeah uh which was nice i guess the game would be extreme i feel like it'd be pretty unforgiving without save states not like ultra unforgiving but just there's not a continuation system so if you were to i mean there's not a, a save game or password nope. system so which makes like, sense because the game is like an hour long yeah it's a very short game uh which is fine but it, I wish there was a way to get more lives or something. I don't know. Yeah, there is nothing. There's no power. This game has no power-ups. Yeah, no power-ups, no like, one-ups. Like, at all. There are, there are, the only thing you can do is there are, like, kiosks in the wall. That will that, heal you once. Yeah, you can get a full heal out of one of them one time, like Half-Life style. Mm-hmm. And, and then sometimes they give you a map, which I actually did use a little bit. I was going to say yeah, I didn't use, the use map. it, but no, I, I used I, the map. I think the map was useful. Yeah. The map kind of shows you the general layout of the floor and like where the, where the exits to other floors are. Yeah. Which is, and that's about all it tells you, but that's, you know, you need those. Those are kind of all you really need to get through the game. No, I yeah, did it's... not. Uh, I didn't look up a guide at any point for nope. this game. I, I just kind of. You know, if you just explore around the floor, then you'll pretty much have it. And like I said, the the enemies are designed to show up where they show up. Um, like they have specific spawn points. They spawn in a specific formation. There's a specific number of them. And once you wipe them out, they're gone. Yeah, they do not respawn. Even if you change floors, I don't think. Like nope. if you go back no, to a previous it's floor, gone. like they're no, it's gone, gone forever. Gone. Yeah. So like, and that that is kind of cool because it does give you sort of a feeling of progression, and it's like, I like that actually. Yeah. It's that like you know once you find where the enemies are, it's like oh this is new. Mm-hmm. You know if you're trying to find where you're supposed to go. Yeah, I think I think that's cool. Like, so that's like that's nice, especially since there's a lot of you have to do some backtracking, you have to do some exploring. And sometimes you end up going over the same place three or four times trying to figure out where to go. But not having to fight the same enemies over and over is really nice, especially since there is zero chance of them dropping anything useful for you because there's no yeah, power ups. That's and that was was I thought was really weird was that there was no 
there there was no actually i guess the power-up thing didn't bother me too much i don't know that it just it felt like the game was it's missing something that really makes it makes you want to play it because right now it's just sort of like yeah mm-hmm. i don't know it's it's a it's probably a game you've already played <laughs> like i don't know it's 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 a it's a hard sell yeah it 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 feels like work <laughs> yeah you well i, I if, you know if I, mean? I wasn't playing it for this podcast i would have i would have put it down and been like okay i'm not finishing this <laughs> it's just like ever it's so weird because there's nothing like, to pull you through either there's no there's literally no story i don't i don't yeah, mean there's like, like there's no, no words story. in the game at all right and and they, they have a really neat idea for how they wanted to present the story which mm-hmm. was where you kind of see scientists uh they they like did some stuff and then bad things were happening and um, see but this is this is the best you can tell what the story is oh yeah i have no idea it's like but sci- i meant the idea of it is did, cool did stuff and then bad stuff happened and then robots <laughs> like the the idea of what the story could have been i think is neat i just think that they had no idea what to do with it and so they're like uh what should I we do i appreciate so basically the story is told by it's like found footage yeah, yeah. There you go. It's it's that's, that's, it's that's, it's that's a it it's a found footage story where you go through and you see like a camera feed. You're going through this like lab for the most part, mm-hmm. and this this science lab. And I think you yourself are like a cyborg or something. I think you're a cyborg based on the opening where they kind yeah. of like show the cyborg being built and then they show mm-hmm. it being grafted onto your face or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm pretty sure you're a cyborg. Yeah. Um, if not just like a full on, if not just a full on robot with like a, a human suit. Actually, that's you true. You, they, there's no, there's no, actually, I don't think. Because Cyborg you is have like any you, sort of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're both finishing each other's thoughts. Yeah. We're, and we're, not we're saying on the anything. same page here. <laughs> Cyborg is like you start as a human and you have robot parts added. Yeah. I think this is just a robot. This, this would be an android. I think you're just an android. Yeah. Because it's a, no... it is a robot interior built from the ground up with a, with a human skin exterior. Yeah, that's that's all this is. It's it's super weird, man. I don't know. But like I appreciate what they're trying like they're trying to tell the story through found footage. And sure. they are mostly able to do that, except that the entire story is like scientists were messing with stuff with something they shouldn't have been messing with, and then they opened up some sort of dimensional tear, and then stuff started pouring through, and then they all got and then they all just got killed. Yeah. Like real hard. That's that's it. And so your job is ostensibly to go through and seal up all of the dimensional tears. That's yeah. It's, 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 it's strange when you seal them up, they just spit the, (laughs) whatever they had broken or destroyed just kind of gets put back where it's supposed to be too. (laughs) Yeah. It's yeah. Like I have no idea what's happening. It's like a big capsule. It looks like a it looks like a, a Metroid E tank. Yes, yeah, that's what it is. And you just go and you blow it up <laughs> because that's how you solve problems. And then like there's there's sections of the floor that are like that are sort of like inaccessible to you, like you can't step on them. And they're mm-hmm. like they're all blacked out and they have like these little little neon hexagons showing that like I don't know, that they're I, I think that I think the implication is that they're supposed to be like those are supposed to be like sort of in, like cross dimensional. 
I like think that's, so. That's the dimensional space that you can't enter into. Yeah, I think and you're you right. have I think to you're like, right. you know, that's like that's like the the cross dimensional corruption, right? Mm-hmm. And by blowing up the source of it, you you know, you split the dimensions back up, and then usually you use that for to like get through. You have to find the you have to find the capsule and blow it up, and then the that floor goes back to how it was and the enemy stops spawning and then you can move on to the next one. So like there is like a clear sense of what you're supposed to be doing. Cause it's basically mm-hmm. find that on every floor and blow it up and fix the, and fix the corruption. Oh, there's, 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 you, you won't be confused while playing except for the fact that you can enter the same teleporter. What feels like twice and it takes you to a different place, even though it's not the same teleporter. It's just that yeah, the, that's true. The teleporter flow is very odd. Because mm-hmm. one teleporter, basically they only have one way th- in and out. So this, even though you're walking back on the teleporter you just came out of, when you walk into it, it takes you to a new place, not back where you were before, which I didn't get at first. I mean, I I mean, not that I didn't, I just didn't know that was a thing. So I was just kind of lost in the beginning. Like, what, where, where am I supposed to go? Yeah, the, the, the teleporters are not, they are not connected in a straight line. They are connected in a triangle. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, yeah, which is which makes actually more sense now that we're talking about it, because I initially thought they were stairs. And that would Wait. have been even or like a ladder. Oh, <laughs> like I thought it was like a, I thought it was like a ladder. Well, OK, yeah, I can. And that, that would have been even more confusing if the ladder went to three different places. <laughs> yes, that would that would have been that that would have been very, very odd. Yes. <laughs> That's, you know what, now that I'm thinking about it, like, that's probably, that thought process is probably why I got, uh, why I got lost as often as I did, (laughs) which wasn't a lot, but it was, it was enough. It happens enough. Well, and usually lost means, oh, I need to go into a teleporter I didn't realize I needed to go into again. At least that was my, that was what I felt like, where I never got lost. There's Uh, so little in the game that, like, usually... Usually you figure out how your way out of being lost just because there isn't anything else to do. Yeah, true. It's like, it's kind of like a um or 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 you you realize you're lost because you don't have the map for that zone and that's the only way to figure out. So the map itself may not be that useful, but knowing you don't have the map make is is really useful because you're like, "Okay, I haven't been on this floor yet." <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> like it's kind of stupid, but it was what I used a few times cuz I didn't know what I was like, where I was supposed to go. Yeah, that's actually that's actually a good point. I did not use it in that way, but that makes sense. If you show up on a floor and you check the map, and it's like map not available, um, just at the end because there's like a few parts. There's one part at the end where you're kind of collecting a bunch of your the secondary skills. Yes, uh, yes. not not collecting a bunch. That's that's there's insane. two. I mean, you're collecting a secondary skill, uh, and before you do that, you might you might just get a little confused on which rooms you've been in or which teleporters you've been through. But it's it's not it's not too bad, and that was just kind of a useful where I was like, oh okay, this floor I know where this floor because I haven't I wasn't there before, and 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 honestly, that's also because I wasn't paying full attention while playing. I'll admit that I was I had like a stream on and doing something else. That's, so it you was, know what? That's fair. It's not a game that commands your full attention. Mm-mm. Try as it might. No, it's, it's it's there's just not there really isn't much to it, and and there, there's there's. These little mini boss enemies, which are defeated by standing in front of them because yep. their bullets don't go in front of them, which was odd. Also, the flamethrower tears them apart so fast. The flamethrower tears everything apart. Like... True. 
then there's one kind of gatekeeper boss, which would have been the boss if you rented the game that probably yep. you might have thought it was the end of the game. You weren't really sure because it was just it's super frustrating. It has these awesome it's actually kind of cool because it shoots one set of bolts, which just are blocked by terrain and another set of bolts yep. when it hits the terrain it then explodes and homes in on you and you're kind of like shit. Uh, yeah, and they and they explode on the wall behind you. Yeah, it's actually really neat. Like, so <laughs> like it's, got, it's like, honestly cool. It's at the t- it's the boss is at the top of the screen and you've got like sort of the bottom third to work with. Yeah. And there's two there's two little barricades in front of you, one on the left, one on the right. And you've got the like the barricade blocks the bullets that come straight towards you, which are way too fast for you to get out of the way of. <laughs> Good luck dodging. Actually, that's another thing is that there's no invincibility frames in the game. Nope. So if 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 something hits you and you don't get out of its freaking way, it's going to murder you. Yes. <laughs> You're just dead. Yeah. And like if if it's a if it's a tight spread of 3 bullets, you can get hit by all 3 bullets. Like yeah, just it's just it like, does do-do-do. not care. Yeah. But like it, it's it's really the only enemy in the game that used that mechanic and you're right, it is really cool. Frustrating. But oh, no, cool. it's very frustrating. Like, you'll be you'll be annoyed by it especially if you don't have save states. Like if you're playing this normally, you're going to be like I I hate this boss. Can you imagine playing the game for an hour just to lose all your lives to that boss like bam bam bam? No. There's no way I would ever have. That done would it. make like It wouldn't have happened. It's the one drawback to the way that we play these games on this podcast is not having the full classic experience of like No, we're cheating. We we, we, are, we are. would but like we would dock this game several like several theoretical points now that we're not that we're really putting this on a 10 scale or anything no but every every game that we've played actually even even some of the other games that we've played might have been docked in some way because if if you think about save states and stuff right like like i wouldn't have wanted to play i don't know if i would have well maybe not i guess it hasn't been anything that's than that i don't think there's anything that's been that punishing no Um, that's true i think this is the probably the I'm I'm probably wrong about this, but it feels like it's the first game where if you game over, you actually have to start back from the beginning. Um, I think Vice Project Doom had a game over from the start of like the stage. You could just keep playing that level. Yeah, but you you like. Um, no, this is the first. Well, and like the other Rygar games were had intriguing Infinite enough. Continues and I th- I think it's also that it's 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 there. They've been intriguing enough where you're kind of like, yeah, I'll give this a try again. Like I, the other games, I mean, I wanted to keep playing because I was curious about them. Sure. But I'm saying like, I'm saying like we could have without, without cheats or save states or whatever, like we could have made it through Rygar. We could have made it through, we could have made it through, you know, I I think I actually, I didn't really use most of Rygar anyways without. Yeah. Yeah. Just because like infinite continues. Mm hmm. Yeah, all, because, when you have infinite continues, the game seems beatable. Right. Whereas, and and whereas this so, is like you have three lives and no way to recover health except for a couple of very very. I think I found like three, I think there's three or four, like health recovery stations in the whole game. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And you don't actually know that they're health recovery until you hit them, so you might waste one of them at full health. Yeah, I did. Thinking I, it's well, a I map wasted, station. I had like two two health ticks and i touched it because i was like oh maybe this will be a map or a story thing or i have no idea what it could be it could be a literally anything yeah and i was like oh it yeah, was the, that the the map stations and the health recovery stations 
and the camera feeds that give you little bits of what the game thinks is plot um, all nice. look exactly the same. And you don't know what which of them you're going to get until you hit them. Yeah, no Unless idea. Unless there is a subtle tell that we never saw. But I neither of us ever possible. saw it. So, I don't know. It seems unlikely, but yes, sure. Yeah, <laughs> I sort of agree I, with I that. guess this maybe you know what maybe the the computer that gives you life does have a different icon or a maybe there's like a thing on the the button or I don't <laughs> fucking know dude <laughs> like the game like, is so I'm, I'm leaving the door open to like maybe we missed something but I didn't see anything I am happy yeah yeah again like I said I wasn't paying full attention so it's it's absolutely possible that I missed it like there's that that's definitely a thing that could have happened I'm, what i'm, I'm saying is a... like this is a game where I, I feel like this is probably the first game that is du- like where our enjoyment of it is directly affected by being able to use features like that yes yeah i agree um and they, they've made past games a little bit easier but not to the point of like not to the point of like it saved us an hour of having to replay several times just to beat our heads against this one boss. Yeah. Because even once you know how the like the boss only has two projectiles. True. But one type of projectile is too fast for you to avoid from the front. So you have yeah. to stay behind cover. And when you get behind cover, he shoots the other kind which hits the wall behind you and then fires out into a homing spread shot, which is also too fast to avoid. So you have to anticipate it and get around to the front, at which point you'll probably get hit by the front facing. Like you basically just have to go like back to front to back to front to back to front. And you have like frames of leeway to do that. Yeah. Like it is, it is a very difficult, very punishing boss. And it is like two thirds of the way through the game. And then if you if you screw up, that's it. That's it. Like, I mean, you're, you have you're not... three lives. Right. And after three lives, you start back from the beginning. I tested this. I, I, I actually made a save state and I was like, let's see what happens if I lose all my lives. Oh, really? And it was. Yeah. And it was game over. Back to title screen. Press start. Stage one one. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it is a full restart. So imagine how much you would have, like, I had to sit there with save states and and fight that boss for, like, 25 minutes. Just, like, mm-hmm. doing it over and over and over and over and over, just learning the pattern and, and just getting better at it. Can you imagine how long that becomes no. if you have to play through the game for an hour before you even get to that point? Not a chance. And half the time, like, half the time you're probably getting there with one life. Yeah, well, if yeah, I would think one maybe and, and maybe you 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 learn the game well enough where it's it's you you have more than one life, but it's not going to be you're you're not going to be happy. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. Like I feel like that boss is cool in what it in what it tries to do, but it's such an absurd difficulty spike in a game that is so unforgiving. Yeah. That it is like I I think it actually I think that boss combined with the unforgiving continue system and no power ups, like there's no way to get extra lives at all. No, you're you're totally screwed. Like if, I think that makes the game worse. Yeah, I agree. I I think 
and, and and the final boss is actually pretty hard too if if you don't it wasn't it wasn't too bad but oh, it no, wasn't not easy. as bad no but i still think it's pretty like it's not an easy boss like i don't know i just I, I think the game is just seriously mediocre i would i would not even be in the realm of saying why don't you play it to try it out i'd be like nah no, there's no reason to play it <laughs> there's like, actually no reason to play this game i don't even know why nintendo put it on their 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 system like i don't it know functions, what it's yeah but why there's so no, many but the good thing games. is it's better than a bad game i mean I, but 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 nintendo releases i'm not saying why they wouldn't put it on there at some point i'm saying nintendo oh why is it releases on switch like online f- six games yes i'm not talking about in two, two, or 1993 i'm saying today like this year oh yeah okay yeah, yeah. in the last two years like why would they I, I can't even why this one? begin to understand why they'd have thought this is a game that needed to be released on Nintendo Online when they release like seven games a year. <laughs> um, well, that's that's crazy to me. There's two reasons. There, there's two reasons that I will give you for why that happened. One, um, they raided the Jellico library because it was cheap. Yeah. And two, even diehard Nintendo fans like us had never heard of it. You think they so, actually? I I don't know. So it was. I think they put it on there as like, "Hey, but you never heard of this, huh?" And you know, and again, it's not actively bad. It is. It is functional. Like you said it yourself, the weapons are good. The controls are solid. There's a there's a strafe button on the triggers. Just like I like it felt like it needed it and it had it. And I was like, cool, that works. Like everything that you feel like it needs to have, it has. And everything works the way that it's supposed to. It's not buggy. The hitboxes are all pretty much the way you think they should be. Um, yeah, like all of these, all of the elements of like a bad game, it doesn't have. It's just an OK game that's boring. And I, so like, so they don't have any, like, I'd say Nintendo doesn't have any qualms about putting a game up that's like, it's not embarrassing. <laughs> no, I you suppose know? it's not an embarrassing game. No, it's like they could put worse up there. It's just like, it's all right. It just, there's just nothing. It's, it's all right. Yeah. So I just like, don't get it. I just feel like they had to have been, I, I guess a lot of the, it's really weird because a lot of the games that I would like to see on Super Nintendo are games that have weird licensing issues, mm-hmm. like even Mario RPG. I'd rather have yeah. that or Chrono Trigger. Or... I mean, Square's never going to put their stuff out on Switch Online for free if they keep releasing these. Like, they're they're releasing their collections of those games on Switch for money. Right. There, there's a chance that we would see Mario RPG only because it's Mario, like it's Nintendo. Yeah, um, but the f- or, or what the hell? Why is but Earthbound money would have to change it? hands for that? Or is Earthbound on Switch Online? I don't think it is. No, I think it's on. It's only no, it's on the it's on the mini. Yes. Yeah, I don't think it's on. I don't think it's on Switch Online. I would guess probably the reason for that is just because it's such a big game. Um, a lot a lot of the like big RPGs are not are not on there. Yeah, that's true. Right? Which is another like Breath of Fire is, but that's kind of the exception. mm Hmm. That's, I think, the only, that I know of, at least. I think that's the only RPG that's up there. I'm pretty sure Breath of Fire 1 and 2 are the only RPGs, yeah. Yeah. Which is uh, a real a real travesty, since Super Nintendo has some of the best 
RPG. Yeah, but they didn't make any of them themselves except for I know. <laughs> well, except for Fire Emblem, but they're not going to translate that. Oh god, no. That would be too much work for, you know, Nintendo to 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 actually translate a a game into English even though it's it's been done. <laughs> I wonder if they would put it on like I wonder if they would put it on the uh on the like Japan only version of this service. If it's not, that's really screwed up. I, I like. I wonder if they even if they have different games. They do. I know they service. definitely have different games. Uh I'm. I'm. I guess I. I shouldn't. I'm pretty positive, anyways. I, I love that our chat about Operation Logic Bomb has <laughs> has led <laughs> to us in less than a half hour. We're talking about literally anything else. Yeah, there's just nothing to talk about in this game. Man. Well, like I, the only thing that I wanted to launch into, like. And I sort of touched on it already is like, for me, um, I like this is the <laughs> worst kind of game for me because it's fine. And yeah, I it's like fine. it's it's totally fine. There is there is really like not very much to say good or bad about it. Um, it just is. And I would rather have a game that I can just dump on. You know, I would rather be able to just trash a game and laugh it and laugh at all of the stuff that it does bad mm -hmm. than have something that's just there. Yeah, because this, and is this game just is that. just there. It's just there. Yeah, it's it's. It's nothing other than that. Mm -hmm. I don't think that there's. I can't think of anything else to talk about with this game. I, I'm I'm actually <laughs> completely at a loss of I, 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 let me I, look through our notes because i feel interesting like we, things to talk that's what i was going to do too yeah i think it would feel like we oh we didn't talk about the music but oh yeah i feel like we'll be off the music in about 90 seconds because the music also it's there it's there it's it it almost feels good but then it's kind of a jumble of things i had in my notes and that's mm -hmm. it just doesn't i don't care about it <laughs> i was well, like here's the was, true test let's let's go to uh there's like three there's like three tracks in the game i think that sounds right like because there's like there's probably more than that I, I will say this um the the first like stage one through i don't know eight track mm -hmm. um like the main track is it's fine it's, yeah, it's it's got fine. a fun it's got a fun lead in. I was kind of like I was kind of about it for like the first five minutes and then I forgot it was there. <laughs> so so like Operation Logic Bomb doesn't have a single uh, remix on OC Remix. And I think this is actually the most telling thing about the game. There's not a there is not a manual on the Internet, like a PDF version of the manual. <laughs> yeah, I almost wonder like. Oh, you know what we haven't actually talked about? What? And I think we talked about it on the stream the other day. Oh, oh, what's that? Um, or I talked about it with someone. I don't know if it was you. Um, this is a this is a sequel. What? Um, there's a Game Boy game called Fortified Zone, and this is like made by the same people and in the same, um, yeah. Th this really? is like the second sequel to that game. So yeah, 1993 overhead action game developed and published by Jellico. Second, se the second sequel 
to the Game Boy game Fortified Zone following the Japan-only Game Boy game Hikari no Yosai. Are you serious? Yeah. So Fortified Zone for the Game Boy is the uh is is the 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 precursor to this game what i did not know that yeah yeah so yeah this is like the third game in a in a in a franchise which i'm pretty <laughs> sure promptly died after this <laughs> yeah i think so but what i didn't know that Here's here's a here's a here's a fun fact. Um so because because of because Japan. Mm-hmm. The original game. So there was a there's a Game Boy um okay, so you got the first game on Game Boy in Japan it's called Ikari no Yosai which translates to The Fortress of Fury. Which, like, why didn't they release it? Like, why didn't they give it that name? Like, the Fortress of Fury? At least it sounds cool. Is a way cooler name than Fortified Zone or Operation Logic Bomb. (laughs) Operation Logic Bomb. By the way, uh, by the way, Operation Logic Bomb, the ultimate search and destroy is the actual full name. Oh, you you look at the box. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Yeah, the ultimate search and destroy. Yeah. It says the ultimate search and destroy, but it just kind of looks like a tagline, but -hmm. it's actually part of the title, (laughs) like officially. (laughs) So that's dumb. All right. So here's the thing, right? So Japanese naming conventions, game one, Ikari no Yosai for the Game Boy, right? Followed by the Japan only sequel, Ikari no Yosai 2, also for the Game Boy. All right. Then they make the third game for the Super Nintendo called Ikari no Yosai. What? So the series goes Ikari no Yosai, Ikari no Yosai 2, Ikari no Yosai. <laughs> sure, sure. They and this, the 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 Wikipedia article specifically has to say <laughs> like Although the Japanese version shares the same title as the original Game Boy game, it is not a remake. It is a sequel. Fortress of Fury. <laughs> Fortress of Fury is great. Just give That's us the direct cool translation. Name. That would have been cool. I'm sad. <laughs> so yeah, I like I'm almost curious to go look at I'm not gonna play it. No. But I'd like to go look at like some footage of Fortified Zone and see if like if, see what is it's that about. like demonstrably the same game. You know? Yeah, I, I'm I'm a little I you know nah. i'm not gonna i don't actually care (laughs) you know what that's fine that's fine i probably actually won't i'm if you do that's cool i'll I'll be happy to to see it but i don't care yeah it's fine it's just like it's just there's just nothing to care about the the characters aren't member do you even remember uh, here's a question characters here's a question for you I just mean like the, the, you know, the sprite design. Oh, oh, oh. Cause yeah, there's there like is like, there is scientists in lab coats and then there's your guy, which is basically discount Samus Aran. Yeah. Man. Yeah, even that's generous. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's a red jumpsuit with blonde hair and a gun. Yeah. 
Um, so let me ask you this question. Any of the bosses. Yeah. Any of them. Tell me what color they were. Yellow. I don't I, know. I remember the, the big flying guy maybe having some yellow or brown or something. <laughs> you see what I like? The 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 design even of the bosses is so meh. It doesn't even stand out to you. No. Like even I think the they were ro- I think they were like metal robots or something. Yeah. I I remember like there's yellow robots and there's red robots. And the red robots are a little bit stronger and they shoot in three directions. Yeah. And then there's some flying things. And then there were a couple of ground things. And there's some like energy bubbles that you can't kill. So you kind of have to run away from like it. Like I remember yeah, those were such, weird. God, I remember it in such vagities and I played it like two days ago. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. That's it. That's Operation Logic. But Operation Logic. No, no operation or logic. Not even really a bomb. Um, by the way, uh, in terms of the, uh, in terms of the story, yeah, uh, the player has to liberate a secret futuristic laboratory dealing with interdimensional physics from monsters that escaped through a rip in the dimensional fabric of space and time. There are many robots and big bosses to fight as the main character liberates his comrades from being trapped inside of sections of reality that are turned into a representation of the virtual world. Controlling a cybernetic soldier, the player starts out with two basic weapons and gains more as he progresses through the game. Computer memory banks will permit the player to tap into memories in order to solve the problem once and for all. Oh. All of the weapons are essential. So we weren't actually watching camera feeds. We were actually, like, tapping into, like, digitized memories. Wow, that's that's a lot different. That's kind of cool, except that the game does nothing to really, you know, tell you that. Yeah, it doesn't matter at all. <laughs> I love this. Enemies include common soldiers, cannon launchers, giant flying robots, and the low <laughs> amount of continues allowed. <laughs> Those, that is the enemy of the game. The, honestly, like, there only being three continues is, like, the biggest. That's the final boss. <laughs> and, so I, I wasn't using, I was using safe states, but not rewind time that much on the mm. Switch. But there was one point where I had those yellow, the yellow enemies, mm-hmm. like the the more powerful standard soldiers. Um, it just like walked into my frame box and I couldn't walk away fast enough. So I was like, what the hell is happening? So I, I just rewound time because like this is the stupidest game. But if you were playing that for real without that, I would have mm-hmm. lost my mind at that moment. Like, oh, yeah. Um, excuse me? Well, yeah, because your your margin for error is so small and you don't ever get it back. Yeah, no, it's gone. And, and, like, and there's no there's no recovery. Like I was just I was so confused. I just didn't understand why that was happening to me. And get, like why? given the way that there were no health drops and there were no like there was nothing like that. I had just assumed for myself. Yeah. After after the first like few minutes, I was like, oh, this 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 has to be infinite continues. Right. Like it'll just yeah. respawn you at the beginning of each floor or whatever. Yeah, nope. no, no doubt. No doubt. Nope. Because why else would why would. Why would they ever design a game like that? <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, it's it's challenging, but like just not in a not in a way that's like any it's not fun. a fun challenge. You you yeah. won't you won't have fun with the it's just just don't play the game. Just I don't mean, play really. it. Just don't just don't don't don't, don't, don't play, play Operation Logic Bomb. Like do something do it. Do something. Play Smash else with, TV. Smash play, TV is a better is a better execution of the same concept in every way. 
play anything. Just not this. That's that's my review of of this game. Would you play Action Man instead of this? Oh. Have I already played Action Man, or is it first time for both? First time for both. Action Man, for, like, without a doubt. Like, did you did you have a better experience your first time with Action Man or your first time with this? Oh, the, uh, well. Oh. Uh. So Action Man is way better in the like after playing for a, maybe a minute or two. You're like, this is fun. I'm I'm having fun. This is silly. It's just kind of goofy, and then it kind of peters out. Operation sure. Logic Bomb, the first 30 seconds or minute of the game, you're like, this is this is pretty awesome. This is gonna be this is gonna be a fun game. And then it then it then it's like, oh no, this game sucks. Um so I think they, they both kind of suffer from similar problems in in, in that That's way, fair. right? Like but overall, I would recommend somebody to play Action Man, because it's hilarious. Like yeah, it's just like, it's just such a stupid, such a stupid game. And where it comes from, like its history, all of that's amusing to me. Yeah. So I, I would I would recommend that. I would this game is a game that I would not even be like, yeah, why don't you just play it? It's sort of fun with your friends or to laugh at it, right? Like we've had that kind of recommendation right. before where right, right, right. It's, we you know it's a bad game, but you're just kind of messing around with it. But it's, it's silly sort of fun. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas this game is like, nah. Yeah, there's just like this is good the going back to like I would rather like if we're talking about a ten scale. Yeah. I would rather a 10 or a 0 than a 5. Yeah. Like if it's a 0, then I can at least like lose my mind laughing at how at how ridiculous it is. Sure. And I can, you know, and we can sort of like mystery science theater it. Right. It, and, and, and like this, hit this... it hit it with the riff tracks. And <laughs> yeah. and and like do that whole thing. But like this there's just there's just nothing. Like it does everything competently and as boring as possible. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. It's got some good ideas that it doesn't use enough. We didn't even actually get to talking about the secondary weapons. It, like within like oh, 20 God. minutes of you finishing the game, basically uh, you pick up a, you pick up like a, uh, a holodeck thing that like creates like a decoy of yourself. Yeah. And then enemies you... will swarm on top of that. Yeah. Except when they don't. Right. Right. Because sometimes they, they just, just feel like it. it. Yeah. It doesn't work. It didn't work on bosses at all, which I'm not really surprised about because that would just break it. But sure. And you have to use it to like there's one thing that you like going back to the whole like you use all these mechanics one time. Like there is a there is a switch you have to hit and there's a force field that follows where your character is. So like you walk to the left side, or you walk to the right side and then the force field comes up and won't let you through. And that's so the, the only solution way to get past is forced story progression. Yeah. So the solution is you walk over to the side with the you walk over to one side, you drop the decoy, the voice, the force field stays up over there and then you can walk through you can walk in the opposite side. Yeah. And then you never really have to use that again. And same deal, no. you you pick up a claymore mine. The claymore mine is, is actually way more useful. It's cuz it's actually useful in combat. That's what I mean. It's like actually you can a use strong it on the bosses weapon, if you want to. But for progression, it's like you blow up one wall. Yeah. You blow up one wall one time, and that's And then it. never again. Like, you you can continue to use it, and it is a useful secondary weapon, but, like, sure. you don't have to. Like, they don't require mastery of it. They don't, like... They throw you all these things. They give you the little video feed of, like, how it works. Um, And then they're like, catch you later. And then they give you one thing to be like, hey, remember that thing we told you? Like this 
this thing you know you have to get to, but you didn't know how, you can do it now. <laughs> yeah. And then you do it, and then you move on and never think about that again. And that's, 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 hey, that's the game. That's, that's the actually, game. that's perfect. That's, that's okay. That's. <laughs> you, you do it one time, and then you'll never think about it again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. That's. <laughs> that's, that's what you're playing if you're playing it. So what's on the docket for next week? So next week we're playing the the Natsume Natsume um classic Shadow of the Ninja which Is it a classic? No, but I'm making it a classic. Okay. Uh my my understanding is that it's pretty much every action game you've uh side scrolling action game you've played on the NES kind of wrapped into one thing. I'm kind of concerned it's just going to be Vice Project Doom again. It, it but I th- the story is different. <laughs> How could it not be different than Vice Project I know, Doom? I know. I know. Um, um, so there's that. So the the real thing that we had some other ideas in mind. Um, we want to get Beyond Oasis on the on the uh, on yes. the schedule at some point. That is a slightly longer game, and I am currently juggling our normal weekly games and also Illusion of Gaia, which I am about which halfway you be through. Hey, so small announcement on that front um i'm really happy with the way that that playthrough has been going so far yeah so because i've been needing to brush up my video editing chops anyway i am actually editing that into an episodic series on youtube oh cool yeah it's so, it's it's been a treat the, yeah, the dialogue I, I've had in that a lot game of, is something else i've had a lot of fun with it so the first uh the first episode and it's really just going to be the stream archive, but I'm cutting it into like 30, 30 minute sections. And that makes sense. I, they've got a title card and a, with a thumbnail and Oh my God. Like I'm actually, I'm actually doing the YouTubes. Nice. I'm actually like, I'm actually, I'm actually publishing it as a, as a for real permanent. It's like your real let's play YouTube. Let's play. I think that's a great idea. This is the, this is the, the <laughs> illusion of guy has some of the best worst dialogue ever. Yeah, and I am I am here for all of it. So, so dialogue for for YouTube purposes. The first episode of that is coming out tomorrow, which if you're listening to this on the day of release is yesterday. It'll be Monday, August thirty first. I will be uploading them. I hope on a on a consistent schedule from mm-hmm. then, like thinking like every other day, maybe like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, something like that. That seems good. Um. <clears throat> And the I'm planning to finish it on stream by next week. So the plan for now is to do Shadow of the Ninja this week, largely because it seems interesting. I was a little worried that it's similar to things we've done before, but it's short. Yeah, it's 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 short. And, and that it's will make especially it easier. short because we're using save states and stuff like yeah. if you had to play it legitimately, I believe it's much longer. Yeah. Um because it's hard, right? Like mm-hmm. it's an it's an NES it's action NES game, hard, so it's, yeah. it's not going to be. It's not a it's not a game to be taken lightly if you can't cheat, <laughs> if you can't right. play God. Um, yeah. But uh, the the plan is to do that for next week, and then um, for the week after next, we will have our Illusion of Gaia podcast. I'm so excited. I'm I'm really excited to talk about it. Like, I we've talked about it a bit, but like I know there's like some pretty significant story bits still to get to. Yeah. And I can't, 
with what we've been through up to this point, and I'm only like halfway through, like, yeah, there'll be, there'll be stuff to discuss. So. <laughs> well then until next time. Yeah. Until next time. <laughs> oh, Oh, uh, one last thing. I did actually really like the music from the last stage. I don't remember it. It had a pretty slapping bass. It's coming in right now. some triscuits while you were away mm, nice any flavored or just the the traditional just original ah it's always i good. really like the the um the cracked black pepper oh flavor. dude me too heck yeah i think it's like cracked pepper and olive oil i think yeah 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 Ooh. yeah Ooh. yeah it's a good that's one. a nice one that's a really good one but these are uh, no i was gonna say it's, it's fine you don't you know you know what you don't always have to have have the best sometimes you can just settle for for the for the for operation logic bomb (laughs) no no regular triscuits are a lot better than operation logic bomb that's true that's true um that's not fair to triscuits